hello, this is Notes from the Back Row, a podcast like no other, different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. It's the Back Row Notes from the Back Row podcast. It is. Back-row.com. Usually you hear us doing hoser horror. Mm. You you hear a lot of stuff on this feed, and today you're hearing a very loosely planned hangout podcast with (laughs) me, Dan Gorman, and my good friend, Carlo. Hey, yo. What's up? Yeah. And we we were going to do a hoser horror episode, and um, And I was very unprepared and felt like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're not the only one believe me <laughs> i was just gonna yeah i was just gonna get out there to say it like i i felt very underprepared so i just thought let's just have a hangout yeah yeah no good call because <laughs> i watched one of the movies and i didn't much like it so i didn't have a lot of notes not to say i didn't have it <laughs> not to say i didn't have any notes and then yeah. you proposed this and i was like oh, okay so now i'm off the hook for a second movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, totally. Yeah, because I was like kind of dragging my ass on it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it like last minute. Uh, today was kind of hectic. Mm-hmm. I had to take my mom to like the vaccine center and stuff and a uh, bunch of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't get to it. So thanks. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, for, for the listeners out there, go to backdashrow.com. There is an interview up there that I did with Alan Levine about Sweet. Canadian canadian sov shot on video movies in the 80s and there's also some other stuff i know jenna had a conversation with a director about a hemingway documentary and mm. so yeah check the site out but we're just gonna hang we're let's hang yeah so, let's hang <laughs> you watch anything um, cool lately I, so one of the things i wanted to talk about yeah because it's sort of topical Okay. Was this whole Mortal Kombat thing? Okay, <laughs> let's talk Mortal yeah. Kombat, man. Okay, I'm getting hyped now. Let's talk Mortal okay. Kombat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love, I love the franchise. I love the series, and you know, not, not just the games, but the movies up until now. Spoil, yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah. So everyone was talking about the new movie, and, yeah. and I was like seeing that a lot of people were saying it was just okay or not very good, and so mm-hmm. my it, my first reaction was like. Well, then I'm just going to go watch Mortal Kombat 95, and then I'm going to watch <laughs> Annihilation 97, because I haven't seen Annihilation since I was a kid. Oh, yeah, oh so, so you had seen it before then. Bo- yeah, I had. Both, like, both I saw it in theaters. Oh, wow. Jesus. Was that movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that was sort of like a theatrical thing. Like, maybe... Totally. Very, maybe very limited. I don't remember it playing here in theaters, but maybe I just wasn't paying att- attention enough. I remember yeah, renting I... it, taking it home, putting it on, and then, I don't know, I feel like I got 20 minutes in i was like what is this bullshit (laughs) back then this is back then i'm talking (laughs) yeah (laughs) so my one of my memories of it is uh i wanted to see event horizon and i'm double checking these dates so event horizon came out in august 97 and oh is that 97 oh okay yeah mortal kombat november 97 and so like I really wanted to see Event Horizon, but I was just too young to see a rated R movie. <laughs> and I remember being like a little disappointed and I was like, fine, I'll go see a Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like I wasn't so stoked for Mortal Kombat in my Annihilation. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch the Paul W.S. Anderson produced movie instead. Instead <laughs> exactly. of this new directed movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and Event I don't remember or... being like, this is the worst or this. I just was like a movie okay 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 wait how old were you 97 what, what year are you from again i forget 85 85 okay so, so you're 12 okay so in 97 yeah. i was 14 yeah i don't know that's still look the first mortal kombat movie i think it's it's it still holds up holds up i saw it like two or three times when it came out in the theaters i was a huge yeah. mortal kombat kid i was pumped to see it and it didn't let me down <laughs> and i don't know uh at that age I, I don't think I was ready to appreciate what Annihilation does because it's <laughs> it's not it's not a flat movie. That that's no. that's one thing you can say about it. It's, it is not a flat movie. Like you might hate it and think it stinks <laughs> and yeah. 
I get it. And, yeah, and many people it, do. It's, <laughs> I, I just don't think it's a boring movie at all, which is no, which is great. <laughs> I I hate boring. Movies. No, Annihilation is um, you know, it's uh, Annihilation is so dedicated to being um like slavishly dedicated <laughs> itself to to the the games and the people that were gonna come see this movie it's so like you like the characters in this game well here they are for Here's no reason all of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope you want to see them all because you know we're not going to do any of the legwork to try and make no. you care about them it's just like you know i think in my letterbox review i said it truly is like like a eight-year-old is just playing with the mortal Kombat yeah, toys yeah, yeah. and being like pew, 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 yeah. pew. then they're it's... over here pew 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 <laughs> yeah yeah it totally is like just a kid's imagination at work and there's no rhyme or reason to what's happening it's all just <sighs> Like, I want to call it fan service, but the fans weren't happy with it. Then, But who is it catering <laughs> to then? I guess, like, people who... I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, even Mortal Kombat fans. Yeah. Uh, I don't know many people <laughs> who love Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but... Yeah, it's it's also... <laughs> I yeah, I, I will know. say um, about Mortal Kombat, the first one, I was a little bit struck by how, you know, it's big budget, but... The, all the stuff where they're like on the boat headed headed to the island and stuff it's like it struck me this it struck me this time as like this really is just like a boat on a set with like a black background it almost felt like <laughs> yeah, unfinished yeah, yeah. it was like you could see the little like <laughs> led lights or whatever that they, that are like supposed to be stars <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty fun yeah but annihilation has some some stuff too that's totally unfinished like the cgi it's oh, it's yeah. whoa it's it's pretty rough rough at certain points i believe they even yeah. admitted to using like just test footage like uh especially towards the end when there's like um like brian thompson plays shao khan and he fights Liu kang and <laughs> man the computer graphics at that point are just uh like i remember re-watching or like for the first time ever watching it until the end and then i reviewed it and i was like this is like if computer graphics had hemorrhoids that's what that shit looks yeah. like it looks <laughs> like go go see a doctor about that shit <laughs> it's bad. yeah and and I think um, they also said like that they had to chop a lot of stuff out of the movie and like that you know there was like There's whole so things much that were pared still. down. <laughs> I know. So, so... I think one of the thing examples they gave was there's like a a scene where somebody goes and gets somebody out of like a jail cell, uh, and yeah. in the script it was like this huge we got to get everyone together and we do a break-in heist to to get them out of the jail <laughs> yeah. and there's a whole chase scene out of the jail and in the movie it's like the character shows up and just like fights like fights one person and then is like let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah man also like the whole ham it's... hamster ball traversing earth underground yeah. shit, and it's like this is love it this isn't like mortal kombat canon you're just making shit up now and i'm and i'm into it sure but <laughs> yeah it, yeah it's pretty it's, wild it's special yeah yeah it yeah. really is and i enjoyed it i had a lot of fun with it it's just stupid yeah it's it's very <laughs> stupid and that sounds it's like a very just an honest movie it's not pretending to be anything it's just like here's like mm -hmm. every character we can cram in and it, it doesn't <laughs> have to make sense i mean do, do, are you like really coming to a mortal kombat movie to, to have like grounded characters and a well layered story like there's some of that in the first mm -hmm. one but the second one's like fuck it we've done the first movie we, we have yeah. like the origin now let's just go nuts and yeah. that's what it does so and i like i like that mortal kombat annihilation is a little bit more of like an action kind of movie like mm -hmm. mortal kombat the original is a bit more fight focused obviously it's about it's based on a fighting game so like <laughs> some of the choreography and the fights in the first movie are like pretty good like yeah. i wouldn't say they're amazingly staged but like they're solid fights and they're entertaining mm -hmm. but i enjoyed that Annihilation was a little bit more loose on the kinds of action scenes. Like they'll have, there's a brawl with Jax and, and somebody else in like like a lab, and they're like smashing people's yeah, heads yeah, into yeah, things yeah. Like and Jax throwing and them through. Sonya in the lab and Cyrax, yeah. like the cyborg characters there. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. And I just kind of like that it was a bit like there was a bit more like variety of like now I'm throwing dudes through walls and we're running around yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. a like little it's, bit it's sillier. Not just like fisticuffs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I get that. So yeah. that was fun. <laughs> yeah. It's... But you you watched the new one. I did watch the new one. You didn't watch the new one yet? I did not. You... I was like, everyone says it's not very good. Why, <laughs> why do I care? <laughs> so so you're not planning to watch it then? I might. Might. Like, that's it's one not... of those things I might, you know, in two years be like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch Mortal Kombat. And yeah. then maybe I'll like it more. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. That's, it's always hard to say when these movies come out. Like, how is it going to go like down the road are people gonna come around to it like i i hated mortal kombat annihilation as a kid when it came out but now i'm kind of mm -hmm. a fan of it um but yeah the new one is i don't know it's like interesting watching it they make a point out of there being like proper fatalities and pretty gnarly gore um not really at the start but mm -hmm. like towards the end like i'd say like the last half hour has a bunch of that stuff so I, I think back on the old movies i'm like there wasn't much in terms of gore in those like you just said like yeah. event horizon was an r-rated movie was mortal kombat an r-rated movie even like the original no it was like pg-13 yeah okay there you go then yeah but it it didn't really matter like as a kid okay yeah. i was way into mortal kombat the fatalities and all that stuff was incredible to me i'd never seen that kind of thing in a the, in the video game or <laughs> like most things like i didn't really grow up watching a lot of horror movies i was kind of chicken shit as a kid I, i'd be, be like very intimidated intimidated by the horror section in, in video shop i just I, I once saw a child's play at a friend's house and i was like traumatized and that was enough for me <laughs> but then I, I saw mortal kombat at a I played it for the first time at a friend's house and I was so impressed by it. And it's it's just that like surreal gore that becomes so comical. Like you do a fatality and uh, the other guy explodes and there's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like 50 rib cages and one skull is like the <laughs> remains of one character. I'm like, this is so nutty. Yeah. And then you get like friendships and babalities and all those other like crazy finishing moves. Like a babality is just you turn the other character into a baby and that's it. And it's so every time <laughs> it's the same damn thing. And they've never brought it back since. And I keep waiting like, man, bring back yeah. babalities just because it's so fucking stupid and pointless. <laughs> but none of that stuff is really present in the old movies and like the 95 no. one and even Annihilation like there might be somewhat of a yeah. what, what you can call a fatality like they definitely in, name dra drop that word uh when someone gets yeah killed. in mortal Kombat, but there's one, no gore in the original there's definitely uh scorpion gets like his like turns his head into a skull and yeah, then yeah, it gets yeah. chopped off yeah and that's it's kinda like go it's kind of goopy that's the extent of like uh yeah macabre stuff you know but there's like no splatter or anything but the new one no, has like proper no. people being torn in half and they're being you know like blood gushing out mm -hmm. and all that stuff you didn't care in the old ones that no, there was no gore no right? it was whatever okay. like it's it's more about the tone and making a, a fun movie that works yeah um you can be i just remember kids being mad i remember kids being like fuck that it's not rated r like <laughs> i do remember people thinking oh that. yeah okay i have no recollection of that i just i don't know i just but i didn't i I, yeah. ju I just loved it you know uh the movie totally yeah. worked for me and yeah i don't know it's just a fun ride and i feel like paul ws anderson gets a lot of shit but he made one of the best video game movies uh and maybe mm -hmm. maybe one of the first as well so i don't know Mm -hmm. I can't hate the guy. <laughs> you know, he, so he, the new he knows one, what he, what he is and what he can and what he can ride. too. So. Uh, but yeah, the new one, I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, there's like no, like with Paul W.S. Anderson, you can sort of see what he's trying to do. He does, definitely has an eye for certain things like visually what works and what doesn't work. And um, the story doesn't get bogged down. But in the new one, that's like almost all there is. Like the first hour or so, I'm just like, man, this is this is bad. This is like, there's no momentum in this. There's no reason to care about any of these characters. And then you get this comic relief character, which of course is Kano, but he's just mm -hmm. awful. <laughs> he's just being like <laughs> racist and misogynist. And yeah, okay, Kano's kind of a dickhead, but still i don't know putting that in a 2021 movie as opposed to a 95 yeah. movie it's just it feels different it's like why mm -hmm. why do you think you can get away with that now as a comic relief kind of thing yeah i didn't care for it yeah and then just the whole build up of an hour barely any action or none that i can really remember and then the last hour, hour it's, it sort of like redeems itself but not to the point of being good or great just to the point of being <laughs> okay i can sort of stare at this and not 
hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that sucks. That sucks. I, yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny that Justin DeClue on Twitter was kind of saying when the movie was announced and the trailer came out, like, I really hope that this isn't getting the gang together for for 45, yep. 50, you know, minutes. <laughs> and then the reviews started coming out and he, like, retweeted his own tweet and was like, I, all right, that's exactly what it is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what a bummer. Yeah, it is. Like, who needs a, needs a Mortal Kombat origin story? Like, you have to think about who are you making this movie for? Mostly Mortal Kombat fans. Like, of the new games in particular, now especially with like uh, even more catering to the gore and everything because like the new games are like pretty insane on that front um but why take an hour to build stuff up that everyone knows already everyone who loves the games already knows all that shit and the way they do it in the games is done better than it's done in the new movie which is kind of mind-blowing like you're making a movie but this game not just like the latest game like Mortal Kombat 11 X as well they just upstaged this new movie in terms of character and story it's just way more fun in the games and way more uh, yeah yeah it, it sucks it the new su- one just sucks it reminds me of like like I don't like like you're saying I don't want to like watch you introduce all these characters and make me care about them and have like a big let's get the gang together to go on the journey (laughs) you know like there was a movie in like 2015 um a vin diesel movie called the last witch hunter uh and like i know the name yeah yeah, and it's not like a great movie Mm -hmm. but i i got it as a loser movie on see you next wednesday and (laughs) i remember being like oh my god this is gonna be terrible and i remember going to see it and being like oh this was just like exactly what it was it's like a dumb movie about him being a witch hunter and (laughs) it feels like they're making the rules up as they go along it feels like a kid is telling you a story like and then the witch hunter did this and then he did that and i was kind of (laughs) like but at least that's all you are and i'm having fun watching it like (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah that's just what like I, that kind of feels like, like movies trying to be something they they're not capable of you know yeah why is this new mortal kombat movie trying to be a proper movie just stop just <laughs> just give me the bullshit i'm here for the bullshit not for you know the other kind of bullshit like the talkie trying to yeah. make a an actual actual movie i don't know you know you know what i mean yeah did the new movie take like a marvel approach is that what they're trying to do I mean, they definitely set up a sequel, like big time. There's yeah. like a, uh, okay. basically the main character at the end is like, uh, he's going to meet another character, like a famous Mortal Kombat series character who wasn't in this movie. So there's like set up for more. They're like, oh, leave, leave him yeah. hanging. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really left me hanging the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound too harsh, but um, I don't know. It's just like meh. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, I like like I said, I'm gonna watch it someday. Sure. I'm just not gonna rush to it. No. And yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll be a little easier on it. Yeah. I I do that a lot, and I find that it's a it's almost always the right choice. It is. Like wait a year or it two. <laughs> it totally is. But this time, like normally, yeah. I'm with you. I normally I do that as well. Like I'm not in a rush to get to movies at all. But everyone was watching the Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat movie. And I'm a Mortal Kombat guy, and I'm like, oh man, I need to, I need to see the new one. I, I can't wait yeah. too long. Like it's yeah. one of the few movies I have this with. I just have, I yeah. don't know. It's just like what do you call it, franchise loyalty. Uh, <laughs> and there's only like a Mortal Kombat movie once every man. How long has it been? Like Annihilation '79, man. It's like 25 years ish. So, yeah. 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 I was excited to see a new one, and yeah, I'm not excited about second one <laughs> it's dangerous though because if you if you do play by my rules you are gonna end up with like two thousand things on your watch list <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's true as well. that's a that's I, a negative yeah. that's a negative of it yeah I, I i don't know why but i kind of make a point of not really using my watch list because it i don't know it intimidates me like i see your watch list and i'm like oh man i don't want it to snowball like that so what i do yeah. is I just find copies of the movie, physical or digital or whatever, and I store them on my hard drive. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, they're on my hard drive, so they don't have to be in my watch list. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of the same that problem, but it's just different. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you use any of the smart filtering on Plex when you have your stuff digitized? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, 
smart filtering is just like i don't know like i don't know maybe i'm just like normal filtering it's, like sometimes i'll just like give in like i don't know like country japan and just give me yeah is that what you mean so on so uh, no so like i keep meaning to to update my like my approach because there's a big step involved here that i need to do that i'm avoiding okay. so basically smart filtering is like you can set up rules so you can say like this playlist only features horror movies you know that have or have not been watched so i can make up a playlist that says these are all the horror movies i've never seen okay and then if i watch one it won't be on there anymore okay so isn't, isn't it just but, the same like for example i just select unplayed and horror as a genre and then i don't know that, yeah, that's all but, I, but i think so okay but the smart filters you can set up more than just that oh, and you can advanced. make it like yeah. it's a little bit more advanced but but i i want to use it for that like oh i'm in the mood for a yeah, horror yeah, movie yeah. and i'm gonna browse the ones i've never seen but i have so many things <laughs> that are marked as played that i have seen yeah you know because so so like going through and marking everything i've watched as unplayed as played, like played yeah. already or unplayed it was it's that would be hours of yeah, work yeah <laughs> yeah i know what you mean uh, the way i use it i just have it so, set up like i have different libraries you know according to like not necessarily genres but i have like a general shortlist folder i have a horror folder i have an asian folder i have a shortlist japan folder <laughs> i all these like different libraries you know it's it, maybe it's not the most efficient way but it's a way to it's, it's just a big mess there's too much like if i'm <laughs> looking at a library and there's like i don't know three thousand movies in there i'm never gonna pick something yeah uh, that's how i am basically and emma yeah. gets mad at me because i'm like scrolling through like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i organize everything by date added so usually i'll just start scrolling through and be like she's like pick something goddamn <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes i'm inclined to just like click random but that doesn't really work for me i click random and i see something Chaotic. oh i'm not in the mood for this so maybe i'll yeah. just pick something <laughs> Conscious. um i did want to bring up something we watched on a crud buddy screening and if anyone is listening that hasn't you know joined the crud buddies go to crudbuddies.club you can find links to our discord and we we talk about movies and lots of other stuff we screen movies on sunday mornings but you scheduled a movie from 1989 called iron thunder oh yeah okay phew i was hoping and... you're gonna talk about one that i paid attention to <laughs> yeah but yeah did yeah, you not pay did. attention to iron thunder hmm? did you pay attention to iron thunder yeah, yeah i did i did just like i okay, feel okay. like uh there's been a couple of streams like the last one we did the dangerous place i just yeah. uh <laughs> i also said in the chat i had like a major headache so i fell asleep uh so but yeah iron <laughs> thunder was that's that's like Man, that's an obscure shit. Yeah. That you don't see people ever mentioning that one. Uh, yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Because yeah. I, I feel like maybe you heard about it on Movie Melt, because I think somebody brought it up on Movie Melt. Um, wait, let me I feel let like me Shay said, or somebody yeah, brought yeah, it okay, up. Yeah, okay, not not on Movie Melt, but I did see Shay's review on Letterboxd of it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's how it got on my okay. radar. Maybe. It's, yeah. hard, it's hard to remember really but it might have been a combination it might have been movie melt as well and then mm -hmm. that directed me to letterbox and then i saw shay's yeah. review and i don't know i just took an interest well, i'm like well, what is this movie uh why is it, it so yeah, obscure it, and and yeah i just found it on youtube and then i scheduled yeah. it in and it fits the like i guess movie melt comes to mind too because it is a vanity project and they love yeah, vanity yeah, projects anthony and elmore it's but it, yeah, the, the the gist of it for the listeners is Anthony Amp Elmore he wrote, produced, stars, and directed the movie. It's kind of based on their own life as a five-time world karate ch uh, kickboxing champion. And they made this movie, which is sort of about a guy who becomes a kickboxing champion. And, and they used real footage of their own kick kickboxing fights in the movie up to the point where like the climax of him becoming a world champion is just the footage of his fight yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like one shot from like the audience of of this fight yeah. but um the i i really thought this was great it's really funny it and is. ballsy that somebody would do this just here's my here's a comedic <laughs> sort of like you know my own take on my life story yeah, and i'm yeah. going to use my own footage like <laughs> yeah it's it's a really cool thing that he did uh it's 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 barely over an hour hour long and it has all this like real footage so it's like sort of like i don't know like a 
documentary vibe to it as well because you're seeing like real shit and but then there's also like an origin story about uh anthony elmer playing himself like way younger uh, with his family and at first, he, first he's doing like karate and his sensei gets uh he basically um oh fuck what, what are you i i i try to think of this word the other way i couldn't think of it it's like when you kick someone out for for example like you're all living on an island but someone has to leave and they're not welcome back anymore oh, like exiled exiled, or, yeah, exiled. Yeah. yeah exactly so anthony elmer gets exiled by a sensei and this is like a whole backstory i'm like did this really all go down this way and then his manager's like really funny <laughs> as well uh yeah, yeah kingfish. kingfish yeah yeah <laughs> no relation to dong <laughs> yeah. king whatsoever but. no but the guy george m young who plays kingfish is just all of his lines are amazing yeah. they're all hilarious yeah yeah, yeah. they are for real uh, also it has to be noted before we move on past him the the stuff about him when he was younger yeah he's just playing himself yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be like a kid or yeah, something like how old was he when he made this movie um yeah i, I don't know like 40 40, 40 something he looks but he's 40 not something, a child i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like this is supposed to be a flashback to me being a child yeah. and it's like just the adult to him <laughs> he, he's just a you know um fuck i can't think of a word again <laughs> like he's basically doing what pen 15 did recently just you're like you're playing yeah, yourself yeah. but like 30 years younger and it's who cares you know it's it's a movie it's fiction um, <laughs> yeah that was totally. fun that was a fun movie yeah, I definitely think, you know, Iron Thunder 1989, directed by Anthony Elmore. People should check it out. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's got 40 views, so, you know, this you should be checking this one out. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. yeah, for real. It's, uh, it was uploaded on this YouTube, cha YouTube channel called Real Black, R-E-E-L Black. Uh, and it's this guy who does, like, a bunch of, like, um, black history stuff related to like black exploitation as well documentaries and he has a podcast like a video podcast as well it's, it's well worth checking out like his his content and what he has on his youtube channel he has a twitter and instagram as well um really cool stuff there and that that's where i found the upload as well of iron thunder otherwise i'm not sure if it's like even on the you know um legal gray zone websites or on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah check out real black on youtube yeah. good stuff was there anything else you wanted to bring up that you've been watching uh yeah i mean i wrote some stuff down i mean do you want to talk about skate town usa I, I know it's been a couple of weeks now, i was but... thinking yeah <laughs> i was thinking because we both saw it yeah yeah we did we did <laughs> I mean, both our minds were blown away and yeah i was also thinking like well uh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'll mention this in a bit. I, I was just going to say, so Emma got um, some some roller skates, mm -hmm. and we had recently done uh, Get Rollin'. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like a, a like two things in my life that were roller-related, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah, so yeah. I thought, like, well, there's a couple other movies. I know there's um, Roller Boogie, and then I was yeah. looking at uh, Skate Town, which has less views, and... Mm -hmm. A couple like mutuals on letterbox that had given it like really really high scores yeah. um and so i thought oh well i'll just put this on and emma was there and because she had just gotten her roller skates it was like oh she'll watch this it'll be funny yeah. it'll be funny for her to watch 70s roller skating and then we we were both just like this is so much fun yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. a really fun movie <laughs> yeah skate on yeah. usa is incredible uh <laughs> it, it had been on my radar for a very long time but all there was until i feel 2019 maybe uh yeah pretty recently yeah blu-ray came out but before that the only version available was a really shitty i think vhs rip it looks it, yeah. it, it looks really bad like i tried putting it on and i didn't even know that ago, and so. i was like <laughs> I'm, I'm not into this and maybe it's because the quality of the video and the audio mm -hmm. is so shitty and and i'm glad i waited until uh i saw you log out five stars i'm like oh, okay this has been on my <laughs> radar for so long i'm going to watch it now as well i don't want to miss out on this and then i saw there's like a proper version now and i'm really glad i waited because it's so worth uh watching in hd and i had like my my headphone on my wireless headphone and it's like the full experience uh, yeah man that movie rips <laughs> 
it it right away it rips and i was really worried because it opens with amazing music amazing dancing and roller dancing and roller boogieing and and i was like it, can any movie keep this up yeah 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 right <laughs> and it does it does it really does like the entire thing is just like soundtrack as well like the movie barely stops mm -hmm. like even when people are talking you can hear the mu music still going in the background so the, the the party just doesn't stop i was like constantly just like yeah. bobbing my head you know like that vibing cat meme <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh fuck so good yeah and it's got a great cast and patrick swayze, patrick swayze shows yeah. up and does some amazing first, roller dancing and first role yeah, yeah. He, like shirtless like Patrick Swayze, bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so funny. So good. So good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that it was a, like a lost movie. I didn't know yeah, that yeah, it was like. It was, yeah. Like, and it's always because you know. of the soundtrack. Like, so movies I, are yeah. always, I feel, lost. Like, it happened with The Astrologer as well. And uh, Get, Get Rolling mm. is also, like, not coming mm -hmm. out because of, like, music rights issues. And it, it, it just be too expensive, I guess. And man, that's such a bummer because these soundtracks rep yeah. and these movies are just like a perfect combination of the two, you know, a fun movie with totally. a killer soundtrack. And I remember also talking about Get Rolling in the other episode we did, how there aren't a lot of movies like that. And suddenly Skate Town USA like comes rolling into our lives and like, I'm like, fuck, I wish we had watched it for that episode. So this is kind of a, yeah. I don't know, a follow up. <laughs> to the get yeah. rolling episode to me totally totally yeah it, it, it's it's so good it's got a lot of really silly uh silly goofy comedy mm -hmm. that's really dumb and entertaining yeah <laughs> like a lot of like oops we got drugs in this food drugs in the <laughs> comedy what is he making the guy he's making like the meat grinder like... the pizza cheese grinder yeah yeah the know. cheese grinder yeah and he's making oh yeah a lot of fun yeah and then uh, cameo by Dorothy Stratton there yep. doing some some jokes, which was kind of a bummer when you're like, oh yeah, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, you just can't separate what the a two, talent. can you? Like, there's it's such a tragic story, yeah. Dorothy Stratton. That, but it's yeah. It's, I mean, she she's... and like is funny in this role yeah, as yeah, just yeah. like a person that has to stand there and be like, I'm waiting for my pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's well, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, well. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Skate Town USA. Five stars. Essential. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Essential. And then some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a couple other things I wrote down. I was thinking of doing a really quick Canadian corner. Okay, sure. I don't have a theme song, but <laughs> Canadian corner. Boom, theme song. Um, s s yeah, the theme song is just the name of the corner. Yeah, sure. <laughs> So I watched a movie because it starred the kid from The Peanut Butter Solution, okay. Matthew McKay. Okay. Um, and it's called Lapse of Memory from 1991. It's I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's this like Canadian mystery drama. It's it's um, what's it called? Kind of uh, lapse of memory. Lapse of memory. Oh yeah, that it's rings like a bell. A, uh, I saw you logged out. Yeah, it's interesting because it's 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 a movie uh, much like a, a film that we watched recently, The Picks, but haven't talked about yet. That um, oh. has both French and English in it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. But the French isn't subtitled because it's just kind of like <laughs> uh, Canadian French and English. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the movie's um, too is, obscure to have like subtitles. Yeah, so like that's I, I always find that kind of interesting. Um, with the two languages in the same movie. But anyway, it, uh, Matthew McKay from The Peanut Butter Solution plays a teenager, has this kind of accident and can't remember who he is, and it's a big mystery. And in flashbacks, we see his parents, played by John Hurt and Martha Keller. Um, we find out that like maybe they're um, like spies, or maybe they aren't who they say they are because this kid finds a, a passport and his name is a different last name. And, and it's about kind of like jumping back and forth and unraveling this kind of mystery. It's not like an action movie or anything, but I thought it was like a pretty interesting little drama um, from Canada in the early 90s. It was shot in Alberta, Quebec, and also in New York. So I, I was reading that like it was released in France and then kind of they like theatrically in France mm -hmm. and then 
they never really did anything with it and it played television in canada oh okay. like a bunch so just so theatrical and just trance yeah but not even in canada and I did, <laughs> no i don't think so and i did see a review on imdb that was like i was visiting france and i went to the theater and <laughs> caught this intriguing film and i've always wondered what it was oh my god you're for real <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love so, like, I love stories like that. People who were just in another country 30 years ago and they saw this movie in yeah. the cinema and no one else knows <laughs> this movie. It's just like a yeah, like a folk tale. <laughs> yeah, there there this movie is like if you're looking for just kind of an an intriguing sort of movie, you know, definitely check it out, but it it led me also to um, another film because I was like, well, what else has um, Matthew McKay from Peanut Butter Solution been in? Okay, well, looks like he's in this movie called Obsessed, a.k.a. Hitting Home from 1988 in a small role. And it's a made-for-TV movie, and I love made-for-TV thrillers. So, nice. like, you know me. I gotta Wait, watch it. is that it. Canadian, too? <laughs> it is. Oh, okay, cool. So, it's, um, it's about this uh, woman who owns a bookstore in Canada, and <clears throat> the, the, her son is hit by... Um, a guy played by Saul Rubinek hit hit like with a car because the son's in the road and, the, and gets hit by a car and the dude is like really like not paying attention to the road and he runs this kid over and he doesn't understand what's going on and the scene <laughs> actually goes on for a really long kid. time <laughs> yeah <laughs> there, there's like they're literally like stop the car screaming at him and he's like oh what 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 and so he just drives <laughs> off and so the movie is about like her going to the states to find this dude who killed her son Damn. And um and like like ruin his life because Whoa. the the the, <laughs> that intense. the law won't the law won't do anything about it yeah, um, yeah. because because of the oh, border well, okay. and so it it starts like really dark like yeah. the like sounds like it it yeah. starts but but it's it's interesting though just because it starts like really focusing in on like her grief as her son dies and mm. how it like she's like walking around in this busy street and there's all these cars and all the like cars and their bumpers and stuff going around are like are like overwhelming her and it's like actually her performance is really good and mm. the movie kind of like allows her to elevate it into like a pretty like interesting drama about how she's so upset and how that turns into like anger yeah um and it kind of could have just been an amazingly serious look at that, but then ultimately it becomes like a kind of darkly entertaining thriller where Some she like shows up at his work. Shit. Yeah, she like shows up at his work and like puts up like articles of like kid in Canada run over by hit and run driver, and all these people in his office are like, "What's this about?" And he's like, "Nothing, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it it ends a little bit of a letdown. I didn't really love where it went, but there mm. is a uh alan thick performance as an evil lawyer so oh, oh damn i was hoping as a robot but i guess that's another movie <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a robot evil lawyer i don't know <laughs> Ooh. Right, but yeah me. it's uh it's worth a look it i think i gave it three and a half stars i i was a little i was like watching it going yo this is four four and a half five star territory this oh, like damn. goes from being an amazing like amazing serious thing and then i liked the way it turned into like the way she was taking her anger out but mm. the endings i don't know the, she's like divorced in the movie and her ex-husband's a real piece of shit and they kind of do that thing where it's like well maybe we'll get back together and you're like no he fucking sucks don't do that oh i see i see okay <laughs> you know yeah. it kind of loses yeah. grip a little bit yeah have you seen a, any of the uh director Robin Spry, have you seen any of their other movies? Because I'm seeing um, they have a couple. No, but I have Keeping Track, 1987. Yeah, yeah Margot um, Kidder. Yeah. Because of Margot Kidder being in it, and it was like a thriller. Yeah. yeah so I was yeah. interested in that one, but I'm, uh, I've heard Marco. about the the. Oh yeah, I don't know. Drying, Drying up, streets, up the streets. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm seeing that and it has like a four star review from Paul. Yeah. And a four-star review from Elric Kane. Yeah, I've, I I think that that's mm -hmm. on my watch list, but I haven't seen it. I, and then there's also um, uh, Action, the October Crisis of 1970, yeah, 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 about the the Montreal FLQ terrorist yeah. acts. So that could Sounds be interesting. I think it's a I think yeah, that's a documentary yeah, so, though. Yeah. So yeah, that's a documentary. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I would be interested in seeing some of yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, the drying up the streets. I'm like, I'm just like baffled at seeing like a four star review from from Paul. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. It's usually two and a half. <laughs> yeah. So if if you like a TV mm -hmm. thriller, sure. um, definitely check out Hitting Home, aka Obsessed, nineteen eighty eight. Cool. Yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah, I've been. I feel like I've been like more open to TV movies since I don't know, like a while now. But I used to be maybe like not dismissive about them though. I don't know. It's a thing that like most people have, I guess. Where like, oh no, I want the cinema experience. The TV movies are just—they don't cut it, but they do. There's there's like some really cool TV movies out there. I've been uh, realizing more and more. So yeah, I'm always down for a good TV, major TV thriller. So yeah. Anything else? Uh, I mean, I've watched like a couple of things, stuff that I wrote down. I know we both watched the new Godzilla vs. Kong movie. Like, if you want to talk about some more new stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Sure. What did you um, think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went into that movie a little bit, I think, hyped because I saw a lot of like, they did it, you know, this one did is what? the one, it's the good <laughs> one. They finally made a really, really great one. <clears throat> okay. And... I mean, Adam Wingard directed it, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And he did. Yeah. Um, I've been hot or cold on some Adam Wingard stuff. Certain things I've enjoyed, certain things I haven't. Sure. I, I thought the new one, Godzilla vs. Kong, I thought the, the fights, I enjoyed that the fights were staged in a way where the cinematography and the blocking, even though a lot of it is not, practical yeah yeah some of it i guess may have been i don't know but like yeah it's not all these kind of like cgi fights in movies can t tend to be like just like a, a mush of a smudge on yeah, your screen that's a problem with those they had to, cg has no weight and you can you can feel yeah. that or that there's a lack of feeling that the weight yeah so yeah and yeah. they tried to they tried to get away from that <clears throat> in this one because there's like pov shots and like different types of like you know, like over the shoulder shots and different sort of kinetic ways that they're mm -hmm. doing this sort of like CGI wrestling match. And I really liked that because it felt like, okay, now they're treating this movie like a, like a kaiju movie. They're treating it like, you know, if this was two guys fighting in a big suit, what kind of fun things could they do? Mm -hmm. And how could we shoot it in an interesting way? And, how, and so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And how can we make it look like a PlayStation cutscene? still yeah <laughs> still that's that's the issue with that stuff it just it just yeah obviously it doesn't look real but it, i don't know i struggle with new kaiju movies man i really do <laughs> it's mm. just like the lack of yeah. physicality hurts them in the end that's like the mm. what it comes down to for me i need to see like even if it's like miniatures like even better when it's miniatures like obviously yeah it's miniatures if you're not using computer graphics uh but it just like like seeing real stuff that was built and then get smashed Kidding, yeah. and it, i don't care if it looks not unrealistic or whatever or if it's like obviously a guy in a rubber suit it's just way way cooler i don't know like maybe it's just like because i'm I, I i draw as well like i create stuff so that really speaks to mm -hmm. me that's why i watch kaiju movies it's it's that you just can feel like the cre I'm not saying like computer graphics there's nothing creative about that I'm definitely not saying that but it's just not my aesthetic maybe yeah unless it's like re How really did... shitty CG computer graphics of like uh, yeah. turn of the millennium kind of crappy stuff I can get into that in a sort of like bad you know bad taste kind of way yeah. I guess like lawnmower man and that kind there, of stuff there was <laughs> <laughs> there was some later Godzilla stuff like like this I, I haven't seen Shin Godzilla but I know people like to do does does that use like CGI exclusively oh, yeah. or uh, no okay. not, not exclusively I believe I, uh, it might be just like a combination like, is it a mix of but things? I'm not entirely sure um like I'm not yeah. an expert on the new like like Shin Godzilla movie um mm -hmm. Just like trying to think of like what are some more recent movies that have like tried to to take an approach, you know, mm -hmm. where there's a mix of, you know, because like how could a Godzilla movie with a bunch of money like make an amazing suit and shoot it, you know, and have it be convincing enough for like modern audiences, but also satisfy yeah, yeah, the yeah. Like I know what you mean. Yeah. craving yeah. <laughs> that we have. There, there's definitely like uh, techniques where you can do both. You can 
uh, alter the image. Like there's a, yeah. I recently learned about this because I have no idea. I haven't seen these movies, but there's like this huge anime manga franchise called Attack on Titan. Have you ever heard of it? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's like movies of those as well, like live action movies. And Attack of Titan, like the gist of it is, it's like a, an enclosed city, but there's these like huge sort of like human-like giants that show up and fuck everything mm -hmm. up for him. Like, uh, um, like you can't go out or you got eaten by them. And apparently in the movies, like the live action versions that they made of those, uh, they used actual people in suits and they do, do, nice. do like some visual trickery to make it look, I don't know, it has this like uncanny valley effect because you're using a combination of things and it looks eerie because it's an actual human, but it's just like um, visualized to be a giant like lumbering over a, like an enclosed city or like tiny people, you know, more like techniques they used before mm. everything was computer. And yeah. I feel like that's just the way, like you have to combine techniques, you have to keep in mind the, the physicality and the weight of actual things, not just things that are made. Yeah. But, but then again, who, who other than people like me care about that? I mean, these, these movies make tons of money, so <laughs> who am I? Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's one example I can think of right yeah. away. Um, but that movie yeah. apparently wasn't a success because everyone who's a fan of Attack on Titan really didn't like those movies, even though they're doing like something different. Oh, really? uh, apparently, like they changed uh the story and and main and like very important characters don't even show up in those movies and i think that in particular oh, enraged the fans you know uh but yeah <laughs> i have no alliances with the attack on titan franchise so i'd be interested in maybe checking out the movies uh i'd have to watch yeah. the trailer maybe yeah first. totally mm. um but yeah godzilla versus kong I had fun with the fights, but uh, I still didn't care about the rest of the movie that much. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, had some sci-fi, colorful, like in the upside down world sort of silliness. I enjoyed that, that stuff was cool. too. But that was cool. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care. But like I, I felt like it was kind of a waste of some of the human characters. Um, yeah. Like I liked the trio of Millie Bobby Brown and the kid from Hunt from the Wilder People. Um, like I liked the like those characters running around. But but I was like, but I don't care about them. No, like, like they could have all died in the middle of the movie, and I would have been like, okay, who else is around here? Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's that's often the case though with like kaiju movies though. Like, I'm not gonna say like yeah. every old like uh, like my favorite era of kaiju movies was definitely 60s. Uh, yeah, those aren't perfect. There's a lot of those <laughs> where I just have to overlook uh, not very interesting human characters because the rest yeah. is just so charming uh, because of that. Yeah, I don't know. but I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll remember the kid, the little annoying kid with the little hilarious small motorbike in Godzilla versus Mechagod. Is it Mechagodzilla? Where with Jet Jaguar? Oh yeah, and the yeah, kids yeah. like riding around on the little motorcycle, uh, being like Jet Jaguar. I'll, like, Jet I'll remember Jaguar, that kid. I don't think that's a Mechagodzilla one. I think Jet Jaguar is like Godzilla versus Megalon or Megalon. Yeah, it might be that one. Megalon, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, also like shit like Chad. <laughs> Basically, the Godzilla movies at one point in the '60s, they just turned into like wrestling matches, and they're like, okay, who who's Godzilla fighting now? Oh, there's this Jet Jagger guy, and it's like, sure, why the yeah. fuck not? <laughs> and it's and it's cool. I love yeah, it. I, I I don't know why, but Godzilla versus Megalon really stands out for me. Maybe it's because when I was a kid, I found it on VHS yeah, and yeah, watched yeah. it and thought it was like cool and hilarious mm. and silly and. I don't know. That one always cracked me up. Yeah, yeah there's a couple like really good, silly uh, kaiju movies in the 60s. Uh, I mean, Godzilla mm. as well. Like, I feel like from the third or the fourth one where Godzilla's like basically dancing on Mars, uh, doing a little victory dance. <laughs> and then you've got the Gamera <laughs> movies who are, those are yeah. like basically kid oriented, but they're still, I mean, if that part of you is still alive, you, you will enjoy him, I feel. Um, it's 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 funny mm -hmm. that to me that most people know those movies because of like riff tracks and and stuff and I just watched them without any riffing or and yeah. enjoyed the heck out of them. They're just so silly and fun and mm -hmm. childlike wonder. Um, like from I want to say from the start, but Gamera like the first one or two are a bit more serious as well for sure. But then it just goes yeah. off off the rails and yeah. 
that's that's the good stuff <laughs> to me make start making yeah. kaiju movies for children again <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i still have been meaning to watch um was it the 90s Gamera movies that are, yeah, that are really good? Yeah, it was a trilogy in the 90s. Those are, I mean, maybe the best kaiju movies ever, maybe. They're like... Yeah, I need to they, watch They those. don't have like that silly aspect. They're like kaiju movies done seriously, but in a way that works so well. Like it's, it's still like pumped full yeah. of high concept nonsense and, 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 and just crazy set design and creature design and... A really again a really good combination of uh, digital and physical trickery effects they're like the full package and also because it's a trilogy nice this doesn't happen a lot in kaiju movies there being like a true line but the gamera trilogy from the 90s it starts with one it goes on into two and three is the conclusion which is really cool mm. and it's really well built up as well um so yeah, if you haven't seen those yet, it's the highest recommendation. Nice. Love those. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta. Mm, gotta. <laughs> <laughs> gotta. Oh, well, is that about it then? Yeah, I guess we can sort of wrap up on this if you want. Yeah. Sure. Good um, talk. <laughs> well, uh, dear listener, if you enjoyed this, let us know on our social medias at Back Row Cineblog. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and more. You can email us as well. If you go to back-road.com, there's an email button. We have a Patreon account, which you can find on the website as well. And yeah, if you enjoyed our little uh, just hanging out, chatting about things we've watched, let us know. We can always do this. Yeah, yeah. There's like no preparation to this, so easy peasy. Yeah, so let us know. We'll we'll be back in the future with some Hoser Horror. We'll be back you know, with different types of shows and stuff. Keep on listening and uh yeah yeah i guess uh before we sign off i guess don't forget we're both on letterboxd oh yeah uh dan you can search for dan gorman on letterboxd you can search for carlo on there too yeah if you don't know by now then this was the <laughs> first you episode doing? you've ever listened to which is cool uh i'm carlo <laughs> on letterbox yeah and you will find me probably if you look <laughs> yeah. for carlo oh i will say i followed somebody recently that was followed like followed me and their name is carlo what and yeah and Get sometimes they like review things here. and i'm like carlo watched that and then i'm like oh no it's the other one <laughs> Wait, like what this did, what this did this person watch where you're like no way is the carlo i know watching this yeah okay take your time <laughs> like when i see the name carlo next to it like a, a like a new yeah, comedy yeah, yeah. or something i'm kind of like wait a second because <laughs> you're because you kind of famously are like i don't keep up with new movies you yeah know? yeah i guess so like to some more so lately especially like i'm just i don't know i've been on a kick of watching like 50s 60s stuff even so me watching a recent movie now that is a mortal Kombat or <laughs> kaiju you yeah. do it but just not all that often. no no it, it happens but yeah yeah that's that's all all it does it happens <laughs> <laughs> occasionally yeah but it does it confuses me yeah I'm just I, like... I, I don't like the fact that you're following another carlo it kind of feels like uh bet betrayal here and <laughs> there can only be one <laughs> <laughs> quality content okay bye-bye yep bye <laughs> <laughs>